Welcome to Cursed. This is Familiars Part 3 coming up, uh, but real quick, I wanted to do um, some patron shoutouts uh, for this month. Um, God, is it already December? Yes. Uh, so for our haints, we have Corey and Lane of New World Witchery, Joanne, Melissa D, Chris of Pagan Ironworks, Ashley C, Amanda F, Mary, Allison, Aura, Shannon, Alex, Ashley M, Liz, Amanda of Bellfire Apothecary, Salvo Sea Witch, and Cryptid Batty. And Poltergeist, we have Rachel the Pickety Witch, Temple, Luna, Starfriend, Heather, Avael, Jessica, Tiffany, Stephen, Zach, The Church Grim, Lilith, Stephanie, Emily, Jen, Nessie, and Wednesday. And then on our super special Phalian tier that doesn't exist is Brett. Um, so thank you everyone for your support. Um, I know I was a little late in getting um, the bonus episodes for the, uh, if you've listened to the cursed episode on Hex Files, which is about alien abductions, go listen to that. Uh, I can tell by the download numbers that not everybody has checked that out. Uh, that checked out the Hex Files crossover episode. So if you liked The Vanished and The Missing People, then you will like Aliens and Abductions, right? Uh, and so those patron bonus episodes are out as we speak. Um, the guest I have on talks about his uh, abduction experience, um, whether that was real, dream, astral travel, physical, we don't know. But you can check that out. You can also check out some more missing cases that... Um, uh, Tamara and I recorded for Hex Files uh, on Patreon, and I've got a poll going because we're going to do a live stream with Betty for tiers, for the $5 and up tiers um, through, I think that's December 18th. Um, we have a uh, a poll, though, to go fill out. Um, we're either going to try to shoot at 8, 9, or 10 Eastern Standard Time, so whichever time gets the most votes is the one we're going to go for. Uh, and then what we'll do is the Estes method with um, Betty. We just did one last night. Um, I'm recording with Hex Files tonight with uh, a couple of the investigators that had Betty before, who we were calling foster parents. Um, and we got some really crazy results. So um, check out Hex Files for more information on haunted dolls. Um, check out the Patreon for all the bonus stuff. Um, and yeah. I think that's about it. Um, and then if you would take a second to rate and review, uh, subscribe so you can get all the updates on the new Cursed episodes, um, that would be great. Um, and if you're a crossover listener with Hex Files, you can also go rate and review and subscribe there. Uh, it really means a lot to us. It helps us out. And um, yeah, if you love us, let us know that um, you do. Uh, so without further ado, this is Familiars Part 3. It is by no means the only familiar episode coming but um it is the latest one now so if you do after the episode if you do have comments you have questions you have stories to share um follow cursed on any kind of social media you you have and send me a message you can send an email um yeah because i want to hear your stories and uh, i want to have on future guests that um have familiar experience that could be um people that are well-known in the community, friends, listeners, whatever. Um, so I want to do that. But actually, um, one more thing before the episode starts, I do want to do a live stream uh, with Cursed through Podbean. Uh, if you remember the quarantine one I did, um, 
that it's going to be the same format. So you need to um, follow us and subscribe on Podbean to get those updates. And it's a call-in show slash chat room. So if you have the mobile app, you can like live chat, you can request to call in. Uh, I'm thinking because it's going to be around Yule time, we'll do something like ghost stories, Yule lore, things like that. So um, look forward to that. I do not have a date on that yet, but um, it'll be happening sometime near the end of December. So keep your eye out for that. And um, any questions and stories, if you want to call in, be prepared because I will probably let you tell me whatever. So, okay, enjoy the episode. All right, welcome to Cursed. This is Familiars Part 3 because, of course, it went this way. Um, I'm joined again (laughs) by my brother Clayton. Hello. And if you listen to Part 2, which don't even listen to this if you haven't, there's a Part 1. From a few months ago, there's a part two that was the last episode, and then there's this one. So um, it seems like a lot, but it, like I, I said at the end of the last episode, there was a lot of response to the familiars. A lot of people want to know about them. Um, it was easily, I think before that it was the Matt Warren episode, but this, the familiars episode, especially before hiatus, was the one that got the most attention the fastest. And it's one of our top downloaded ones, and it's not even that old. So I know you guys want to hear more about familiars, and we want to talk about them. So forgive us that we don't get it all covered, and part three will not be the end of this, I'm sure. So with that being said, a uh, little recap. We had just talked about your introduction to witchcraft and how it relates to finding your familiar. Absolutely. Um, I had just told my story, which I'm not sure. It's probably been told in parts on either Patreon or... Or other places, but I just told my story of Ava and how we got to the where we started. Started from the bottom. Uh, we're still at the bottom, but we're here today. <laughs> um, and so uh, now we want to talk about kind of like what I started getting into, um, and kind of what I want to talk about is like how they, how we perceive them, how they feel, how they show themselves to us. Um, and then we'll get into a little bit of like how that affects us day to day, how we work with them day to day, how they interact with others, like each other, um, things of this nature. And then maybe some like tips that we can give from our personal experiences on like maybe how you can either work with yours or find one, things of that nature. Oh, yeah. So in continuation, um, just so you, you know, kind of know where I'm going with this part of it is that... So Ava has always appeared to me as a certain way. She changes a little bit here and there. She can get, sometimes she can appear real intense. Other times she's more soft. Um, Other times she's very like cold. And I've had other people experience her in different ways, but they're all, they're all similar. Um, She is like this, I don't want to say nymph, but it's not unlike Clara with being a nymph. Um, she's like this underground, if you look up Hecate's horde from Greek mythology, it involves very, uh, several types of vampiric spirits. Um, there's a Lampades, um, there were torch bearers, they would follow Hecate, um, and bear torches, they were knowledge bringers. So when we say demon, or daemon, I don't want you to think D-E-M-O-N, the Christian idea of demons. They did not come up with it. They ain't smart. They ain't original. <laughs> but 
in the but what they did was they demonized the idea of daemons, which in Latin is like D A I M O N S. If I didn't fuck that up, and then I think I think that's it. That might be the Greek one, and then there's the Latin like trans iteration is like D A E M O N. They both mean the same thing. It's a spirit or a muse. They're knowledge bringers. Um, so when you talk about spirit familiars and daemon familiars and um, things like that, you're not talking about this demon, angels and demons and hell and the devil. You're talking about land spirits. That could be underworld. That could be earth spirits like the green man um, idea, the fae. Like you would think they would fall into that earthly category. And then there's more angelic feeling spirits. Um, and again, not like angels and demons. Like, fuck that idea. <laughs> Just get it out of your head. Yeah, it has less to do with, like, good and bad. And, you know, oh, I think this is, um, you know, this is mean or evil. It it has more to do with just different categories and, like, different sections. Right. I feel like angelic spirits are less connected to the human spirit. They're higher in vibration. They're maybe less human-like than the daemons and the earth, or the uh, what we would call earth spirits, which means they're on kind of our plane and level. Um, kind of that idea. Not that they're good and evil. Like, you know, there's I'm sure there's plenty on both sides, uh, but most of it on that side is gray because they're... You know, they don't deal with the same kind of bullshit that we have to deal with. Hmm. But um, so Ava, you know, her, she's got dark hair. It's about shoulder length at any given time. I've seen it longer. Um, she's appeared as her, her most common form is pale. Um, like I said, she's, she's got that whole vampiric vibe. She's got the fangs. Um, her eyes are very piercing. They have been everything from red, yellow. They stay kind of this light, pale, bluish, crystal, grayish color. Um, she's, that's one thing too, is she's shorter than me or the, her perception is shorter than me because when she would possess, I would bang my head on all kinds of shit. Like, because it's like she had this, her perception of things was at a different vantage point. It's hard to describe. It does kind of, line up with the idea of um disassociative identity disorder and alter alternate personalities and what they call alters now i'm by no means an expert but i have done a lot of research and met a lot of people with the condition that's known as did um it used to be called multiple personality disorder but that's not correct anymore so when you hear did that's i'm referring to the disassociative identity disorder Schizophrenia is also a completely separate thing. That yes, like yes, that's not, up. yeah. Um, Hollywood and all these movies and stuff will make you think that, I mean, the fucking M. Night Shyamalan movie, like, you know, that's not, these are not people that are like serial killers and all this crazy bullshit. Like, they're people, and they're most of the time people that have really bad things happen to them, and this was their brain's way of coping. So I'm not trying to get into that, but there are some parallels, which is why... And I'm not saying that that's what I have, but at a you know young age, that's what I thought. So I mm. looked a lot into it. I met people um, on the internet and across this and, and talked to a lot of people with it. Um, 
and uh you know really had to a point of like you know trying to empathize with them and like understand like no i don't feel like i have this but i i respect these people i love them they're fucking stronger than i am um and so the other thing that i've noticed with ava when she channels me now the channel has to be before i did not decide when i would channel it just kind of happened um most say you have to give permission maybe at some point i did subconsciously I tried to revoke that permission, but for whatever reason, she wouldn't. It was almost like, you'll see that you need this. I don't think that's going to be the normal um, standard for everybody, especially if you're looking for one. My situation is certainly different. I think Hecate had a hand in that. Maybe, I mean, she, without Ava, I guarantee you I would not be here today. I went through some severe depression um, multiple times throughout my life. I've, it's always been there, but... I was at a point where I did not want to continue and she was that voice and it was her that was like, you can't give them that satisfaction. You must pursue. And I'm not saying one way or the other. I mean, if you are in that position, I would urge you to, you know, get help and talk to loved ones or therapist or whatever. And I'm not saying that that's on your, your spirit familiar. Right. Uh, and I'm not trying to get into like a deep triggering, you know, discussion, but at that time, that's what got me through at that, at a point. And I'm saying that was the only thing, but that was a driving force that pushed me and kind of led me to think, well, this isn't anything bad because if it was bad, why did it not encourage it? Why did it not, you know, do this that you kind of hear um, people talk about when they talk about possessions, whether they're real or not, you know what right. I mean? Is that people have very negative things about possession. Right. I, I feel like there's also something to be said um, about the the difficulty um, you dealt with emotionally at a very young age and how it's almost like she needed to be there for you at that, that younger age before you could really maybe understand what she was, um, but you needed her. And so she came forth and, and, and helped you even when you didn't completely understand what she was or right. why she was there. And it's not entirely that much different for me as well. Um, I mean, I went through a lot of really difficult times in my life uh, in my um, mid-teens. And that was when she was her, that was when Clara was most prevalent in my, in my, in, in my life and in my thoughts. And even though I didn't really know what she was very much like Ava, um, she was, she still, she still helped me, um, helped me come to terms with many of my thoughts and, and come to resolutions. And, uh, it, it only got better, the, the better relationship that I had with her. But, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely worth mentioning, uh, that you shouldn't, I guess, leave it up to a familiar, uh, if, if you're having, um, if you're having difficulties with, uh, depression, struggles with anxiety, don't like, uh, don't, um, neglect to help yourself instead of like waiting for right. a familiar. This is just our experience. Yes. And I'm very, I'm very, uh, I, I'm a big uh, proponent of if, you know, there's holistic methods, but also you can't ignore modern day medicine and science mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So don't, if you're like that and you're at a point, like don't just call for a familiar to come help you. Like in that situation that, that wasn't, the case with this it just happened to to coincide with like certain times 
but that goes into what I've described before is like some people's idea of what they would call a guardian angel is not to me unsimilar is because there was always that protection that always like guardian idea that um I will look out for you and when I became more of a witch it was well I'm going to look out for you on the other side and that's why I think so I've always been able to feel spirits and sense them but I think there's a reason why I don't I think her being around is intimidating for certain spirits she's trying to work on that but I think there's reasons why I have trouble with Ouija boards and stuff because I mean it's almost like if you have a fucking you know you're you're inviting guests in and you t there's a, a wolf in the corner mm. you tell them that oh you know she'll only hurt you if you're here for bad reasons it's still off-putting they're like well I don't know if I want to be in this small room with this wolf too that I don't know and I have to go off your word trusting it so yeah. It's like being a delivery guy showing up at somebody's house and their their huge dog is sitting out in the front porch with no leash on or anything. And then, you know, it's it's like staring you down and the person answers the door and says, oh, he, he's, he's, he, he wouldn't hurt a fly. Don't worry about it. Of course, you're still going to be cautious. Right. Like, you don't know. And that's the thing is like, I think that's just her energy. I think she comes off in this way that... I mean, she would definitely do it. She's helped clear out um, negative entities from places. Um, she's run them off. She's kind of given them a, like an ultimatum of go or worse is going to happen. But I don't know if that's a tie to Hecate being a psychopomp, kind of being like, you know, bigger and badder than whatever was haunting this place or something like that. Mm. Um and it's not like this bully mentality. It's more of this like bouncer kind of idea. Um, <laughs> so she's always kind of been that. And I, I, I'm learning to kind of not ignore the fact that I've leaned on that as a crutch when it comes to self-protection. Like when you go into a graveyard and you put a shield up or you do magic and you call on stuff and you put barriers up and you say, I don't want something to come in that shouldn't be here. I am a little bit jaded in the sense that I'm just like, all right, Ava, you good? You here? You ready? You know, and Hecate, I'm going to call on her to kind of, because they deal with spirits and they deal with entities. And um, I lean on them to be backup, to watch out. It doesn't mean I don't ever have a shield up and ever protect myself. But um, it's like having this line of defense to kind of block those things or discourage those things from coming. But on the flip side, I feel like that can discourage other spirits that maybe want to communicate. And she's trying to do better about like, you know, I'm here, but I'm like, and she's been my um, kind of bridge before where I don't actually hear the spirits. And she's described it as, let's say that your brain has this little seat in it. And your consciousness has this seat. That seat could be taken up by you. But if you're not in that seat, you could have a spirit come and that's where you channel and all that. But she occupies that seat and she's claimed it. So maybe I could be a good medium and channeler for any and everything. But I already have something that takes up that space is kind of how I feel and has been described. 
is like she takes up that room so that nothing could channel me unless she removes herself and she's not either able to or not willing to. Mm. She'll talk to things and relay messages back to me. But she's like, you're not you're not doing this. I'm not going to even give you the chance kind of feeling. Whereas that doesn't mean other spirit familiars will even take that co-possession. And I'm not going to call it co-consciousness because that's a DID term. Um, When you're alters and stuff, you can reach Mm co-consciousness. That's what I called it at first because I didn't know she was anything but possibly a subconscious part of me. But I now call it dual possession or dual headed possession where it's like I'm aware, she's aware, I can channel her back and forth. Um, and again, that might not be your experience with familiars. Yours might not do that. I have a friend who has one who has never really channeled except for an influence. Maybe their presence influences their feelings and kind of emotion, but they're never channeling. Like Ava will come out and talk to you. Um, she will interact with people. She's texted people. Um, she did some of the divination for, uh, last month's to make up for some of the missed patron ones, she put them on the list and she read their tarot and talked to them. So, um, it's very doable. It's, but that doesn't mean it has to be your experience. And if that scares you, it doesn't mean that's what your familiar is going to do. Um, but to, to wrap it up with how she feels, um, cause I kind of went off on tangent. It's kind of hard to nail down all these things, but. Oh yeah. There's, there's so much that comes with it. Um, she's like cave water, cold, earthy. She's heavy. Like her presence is heavy. Um, it's a lot of it too. When she's in a room, it's not like, oh, I feel something there. She's very, I don't know, energetic. She, she's on a low vibration, like base, <laughs> like heavy, but she's also can be like, um, I'm trying to think of it like, like big, like the energy's big and she can be very draining with not even trying to be. She'll drain others. If if I had to describe exactly what it felt like to be around Ava and feel like that heaviness, I would I would say it's it's like walking into the classroom on test day and there's like a different energy that everybody has in the room and like everyone's you know more quiet the 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 I guess the general mood is more serious and it's like okay something important's going on you sit down and then you have this like heavy feeling on you on your on your chest on your head like the whole time you're there um it's it's something it's something like that and as far as the energy draining side of it goes um i haven't experienced much of that um myself from specifically ava but the way it's the way it sounds like it's like it's like if you were to just suddenly start feeling more and more exhausted well it's kind of and i've had a friend come over um it was alex he came over and he was going to hang out with Ava. They were going to do divination and all that. She was excited about it. She was like ready to go. She was full on. He walks in the door and immediately is like about to pass out. He's like, I got to eat something. I feel sick. I feel drained. Mm -hmm. He took a nap and it was like, Oh shit. I'm sorry. Did I do that? And he was like, and it wasn't her fault, but to me, it's like a void, a vacuum. If you, 
it's like if you put i don't know like a a cup in water the cup doesn't say i'm gonna get filled up with water. it just the water is gonna fill that vacuum so i feel like she's this battery this like this being of energy that is so like you can't help but if you don't have your guard up you can't at certain times and she doesn't mean it too she's not doing it intentionally she could and she has before but it's almost like she can't help but be draining mm. and you can't help but give up your energy it's like seems like some kind of physics shit like you like it's going to be drawn and absorbed by her whether she wanted it to or not um it's, and, it sounds a lot like how i hear psychic vampires are described where they they have like a void within their energy they don't have like a like a source for themselves but they have to they like subconsciously drain the people around them and there's like different ways of doing that right and it's and some can be intentional and she's she's not i mean she she's better now but in the beginning she was not nice like she's very angry and very like she would know the friends to hang out with that i know like she wouldn't bully anybody but she knew i'll hang out with this person because they're not feeling well and they'll build up a bunch of anxiety and emotion and it gives me energy and i didn't even know it at the time and then when she realized that's kind of like you know and like i said it, it wasn't intentional like there's some psychic vampires that will manipulate and harm just to get a reaction and just to feed off that energy right but it was almost like I don't know, like a reptile going to the sun. <laughs> it's kind of like, well, I know that's that kind of energy and that's what I want to feed off of. And now she's learned to feed off my energy. I've learned how to like build my energy up. It's not like she doesn't have her own source, but these things take energy to manifest here. Um, and that's what I think. For her to keep her foothold and to be solid here, like she takes a lot of energy. Um, and she'll get that from things around her. She'll get that from positive energy now. It used to just be negative kind of energy that she liked. But that heaviness is like a... I look at it like a cloud when you have spirits that are light and airy. She's like that heavy fog that rests on the ground. Mm. Um, it's like not a physical weight all the time. Sometimes it is. But it's like that heaviness. And she always feels like that she always feels cold um there are scents that are attributed to her um tamara has uh, before tamara even knew about her she was like why do i always smell sandalwood around you i'm like i don't i don't know i don't have any on and then it was kind of like it came to terms where we started talking about it and it was like okay so you're what's given off that smell of sandalwood mm -hmm. um and so she's been perceived like that um People have seen her either in dreams, um, in the room as a shadow figure or as a form. Um, I've certainly seen her in dreams. That's when she gives me some information or used to, especially now she just tells me, but in the beginning, um, in the beginning, in the beginning and in the beginning of being like a witch, that's how I would like see her in dreams. Right. Uh, and she would communicate that way. But Otherwise, it's this like mental picture that I see, mental thoughts that aren't mine. They don't sound like mine. They don't feel like mine. 
Um, sometimes it's an audible whisper, like you can hear it um, in your ear, like somebody whispered. Um, other times it's internal, like a thought. And very much the same way with Clara. Yeah. And I mean, it's like, um, it's weird because I don't know her voice, but I know her voice, if that makes sense. It doesn't have, like you hearing me, if you heard me in person, you'd be like, oh, that sounds like so-and-so. But if you heard my voice in thought, you you learn a voice. Like, you know, you hear other people, when you remember a dialogue, like if I remember this conversation, I'm going to hear you talk in your voice. Mm-hmm. That's what it's like. So if if somebody walked up and had her voice for hypothetical, I would recognize that voice. It's not my voice. Right. It's weird. And it's not... It's hard to explain. You probably know what I'm getting at. I know exactly what you mean. Like right. I, I very much know Clara's voice, and it's it's not something I can reciprocate, of course. But right. um, it's it's very distinct, and it's it's like having something else speak to you. Yeah, it's very it's like raspy. It's um, I mean, it's feminine mm. for Ava, but it's it it's got that little bit of like uh rasp to it. And like her features aren't delicate, but they're they're like delicate, but they're hardened, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, so like her features are sharp and pointy feeling, but they're also kind of like hardened, like they're not that like light and like soft, glowing features. They're very like cold and hard and sharp. Um, whereas Clara to me feels more. But she's more of an air elemental kind of. I, I did want. I will get into uh, the contrast um, from Clara to Ava and how Clara is is very much uh, the opposite when it comes to um, that heavy feeling. Like Clara is very very light, and um, I'll, I'll I'll get into it more in depth. But uh, when it comes to uh, her facial features and her voice, she she speaks with a. a it is it it's always um more on the feminine feminine side though it has like it's it's a lighter voice than mine but you could you could hear it and think well that sounds like a feminine uh like 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 male speaking uh and as far as the facial features of hers go she's she has pretty defined like she has pretty defined features. It's not like a very, it's not a round, soft face. It's like, it's actually similar to to how Ava appears. Um, but it just, um, it exudes a different kind of aura. It, it's hard. It's hard to explain what a person's face looks like. But uh, yeah, um, right. Because on that note, real quick, like they say, you can't remember a face. You can remember parts. Mm-hmm. If you visualize a face right now, I guarantee you, you can't see the whole face at once. Our brains are not wired that way. Right. Um, and I could be making this up, but I know there's science behind it. <laughs> and it's like you remember lips, nose, eyes. You can remember specific features. But if you try to picture a face as a whole, like in a photo, mm-hmm. you your mind can't see it. It remembers parts and like their locations and shit. Right, right. So, I know exactly yeah. what you mean. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I was going to say. It's hard to describe them facial features mm. like you it they're almost kind of fluid like i mean you know oh yeah it's that's why i kind of like um i kind of like the descriptor like um oh well you know 
this is her hair this is her eyes this is what she normally like wears and i don't know try to try to get some kind of idea for what that looks like on your own but of course it's it's a little different um when you have like seen them like i i've seen ava uh i she hasn't appeared to me many times out of like those early stages where um, I was learning about witchcraft and it was like right after I met Clara that I saw Ava a few nights. Um, but so I've like, I've seen her face. Uh, and, um, you, I mean, you also have the tattoo that's, uh, it, it's, it's, it's nice to kind of have something to reference, um, as well to have that, right. that like <laughs> appear to you better. And, um, I mean, I've even tried to make characters like in video games and stuff, try to look more look like Clara so I can give people and even myself like a better idea of like how to like picture that face and channel her and like make that connection if you're if you're trying to like you have you have something physical outside of your mind and um that that mental image yeah and I'll talk about that later when we talk about working with them oh yeah oh yeah um because there's a reason there's a good reason to have a good picture of them whether it's drawn whether it's taken from a celebrity or a oh yeah or a character that you know about because it helps them manifest a form and it, it it's a form that they either took or maybe they like or you're drawn to mm -hmm. there's a reason and the more that you can picture it it's the same reason you have deities and you have statues and people like to do art and stuff like it's almost like i mean there's people that write their familiars poetry they give them gifts they'll tell you what they like um we're about to get in that in a little bit, but yeah, that's kind of what you're saying is like, it's hard to pin down. It's almost like there's times where it's like, oh, little things like Ava's lips or nose or eyes look like this. And sometimes they're, they're similar, but they're not quite the same. It's just this overall picture mm -hmm. and not necessarily like, oh, she has a, like a freckle right here. Like it's not that detailed. <laughs> yeah. But when you see them, you know them. It's weird. Right. Exactly. Um, so what we could get into next uh um <clears throat> well yeah on that note is like i've seen ava um especially when she's very mad and she's going to do a curse right she's like go like i've seen her full-on like leathery bat demon looking wings fucking and i mean they can be shapeshifters i've seen her she's taken the form of a wolf before mm. um to go meet others in dreams like i'm gonna help you out with this i'll see if i can send you to that dream um <clears throat> it helps if she's already met them and knows them but she can also try to like go to other people um but yeah and she's been like she's looked straight up like terrifying ass demon <laughs> and then but i mean that's what i'm saying is like maybe you start seeing a fox Right. That might be your familiar. That might just be a form they like to take. Um, maybe they never take anything but a fox form. Maybe they look like a hawk or a fox, and sometimes mm -hmm. they appear as this. They're kind of shapeshifters. Um, I think they're able to, because they're not corporeal. Right. Um, I'm glad that you brought up foxes, because I, I did want to mention, when it comes to um, Clara's personality, I, I would say that she is um, abs absolutely a trickster. Uh, she is, um, is, is, she always has like, uh, I suppose m my best interest in mind. Like, uh, she's very considerate. Uh, she's very 
here for me. Like I never feel like it's it's very rare that I have an occasion where I feel like I can't talk to her. Um, but she is like pretty witty when it comes to things and uh, it's very contrast to me in a lot of times because um, she, she'll have these like crazy comebacks or like little uh, funny interactions that uh, I, I didn't expect and she'll just straight up make me laugh. Um, and then other times she'll chime in when I'm not expecting it and be like, hey, you should fuck with uh, your friend by doing this. <laughs> so that's that's like the kind of trickster side of it. Um, but whenever she's like really, really present within my mind, uh, I, I've had, uh, run-ins with sensitive people who have noticed this like super light and like airy, um, energy coming off of me, which is like, it would, something you wouldn't expect because, um, we haven't mentioned it, but I'm, uh, like six foot six. Uh, I'm a pretty, I'm a really big guy. And, um, some, some people can be scared off by me and I, I really try not to be scary, but, um, others like the, the, like the, um, the sensitive people I've run into, they just, they feel like, I don't know, <laughs> they, they feel like a, a light and friendly presence. Um, whenever Clara is around, it's, it's, it's very, it's very nice and, um, it's airy, it's, it's cool, uh, very often times I can, um, whenever I'm in that headspace in that, in that room, uh, I'll feel like Clara is either always like right up in front of me and like very touchy feely, or she's actually like floating behind me and like clinging, like have her arms like wrapped around, uh, like my shoulders and like, just like flying behind me, like just floating. Um, she, to, to just because you described uh, took a minute to describe Ava, I'll I'll describe her in a little bit more detail. So Clara, she she has white hair, but she also has like little black tips on the end of like each of her like locks of hair, and um, it's it's rather it's rather short hair, and I've never really seen it go like further down than her her shoulders or anything like that. It's usually neck length, but it's. It, it comes down and curls into these black tips. Um, and uh, she's usually wearing like white, sometimes almost translucent like garments that you, you would almost expect like, uh, you, you, you would almost expect angels to be wearing as they like, you know, hover above the sky or whatever. And it, it seems like they're constantly flowing. Sometimes gold will be um, embroidered in in the in the clothes whenever I'll see her, uh, but it's she also has these really piercing red eyes, and it's always been a really striking like thing for me. Red eyes. Uh, I it's like you described where you can see um, characters in media and uh, get a better idea of what. Um, your familiar can look like uh, if you if you see something and feel like that's that's accurate um, all my life I've been like more attracted to the the characters that I've seen in media with red eyes or white hair or a combination of the two so whenever Clara finally appeared to me and I saw that she had that signature white hair red eyes it was like well, that makes a lot of sense. Now I understand 
like why I've been so into, I guess, that specific look. It, it felt like I, I knew that that look was important to me, but I didn't. It was like a subconscious thing. Um, it's, it's, it was, it's really weird, uh, but as far as I know, I, I, I don't know of any, like, I don't know of any historical figures with the white, white hair, red eyes. I, right. I just only know of, like, I don't know, well, some I mean, media figures. That's like I've had, like, I had a friend who was, like, mine shows. I have, like, two, and you can have multiple ones, but your, your main one, like, if I had any, like, I mean, they wouldn't be on the same level as Ava. Like, she's got that spot. She would be the main. What I've had, they, they, I mean, they say it looks like a dragon. They say it looks like uh, an animal. It can change that feature. It can look like, almost like them. Mm. Um, so, there's, like I said, I wanted to describe these things to kind of give an idea and not just like a name, like, all you know is the name mm -hmm. that these things have and some of them might just be shadowy like you might never see detail you might never right. see them but you can feel them but so some of the suggestions that i've read and that i would have for people is if you feel like you're calling on a familiar you can do it through guided meditation um there's some through youtube i think i posted them on the last uh not the, the first part um on meeting a familiar it basically says like every witch could have a familiar. You're not talking about spirit guides or guardians or ancestors or stuff. You're talking about a familiar is one that works with the witch and using witchcraft. So Ava helps me when I do a spell, I feel like she carries it for me. When I do a curse, especially she carries it for me. Now she's channeled me and, and done spell work mm -hmm. on her behalf or for me. And that's a whole different experience. It's like she's doing it. Um, whereas that one friend does not have that relationship with their familiar at all. Their familiar is background. It can be close. It can be influential. It can assist. Um, it could show up in dreams. But it does not really ever channel. And that doesn't mean they want to. That does, And this person has tried to get that to happen. But... It just doesn't. And after all this time, you think it would. And it's not for the lack of trying, but it's kind of, I think it's just different. And that's why I'm curious as to the similarities and how we interact with ours. Is that um, a hereditary thing? Is that something that we have that others have? Does it just mean we're more sensitive? It has something to do with the, the way that Clara and Ava interact. I mean, interact with us. Is that, their per is that part of their personality and what type of spirits they are? Um, and then I have, I mean, I know people that have their familiar spirits that seem to exist on, in and on animals, and that's not their only form, but like physical animals. Hmm. So, but for the most part, we're going to look at animals being imps, more helper spirits than like straight ass familiars. Um, right. Oh, it's also worth mentioning that, um. It's it's a lot more difficult for me to channel Clara, and while I have done it before, um, maybe I'm just like, maybe I'm not particularly good at it yet. But it's hard for it's hard for her to like act through my body. 
and um, I've, I've never done it around people. I've only been by myself uh, or with her um, whenever she's actually taken, taken over my body and assumed control. Um, but it's, it's not, it's, it's like you said, you could, you could even text with Ava, um, which she needs to spell check more by the way. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you said you could text with Ava and that, you know, she can, you, you can, she can just be in your body for like hours and hours at a time. Um, I haven't been able to do something like that with Clara yet. And while we've tried, um, it's may, maybe I'm just not. Maybe it's her. Maybe 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 she's. I mean, some people can drive and might drive when they have to, but maybe they don't want to drive. Like, right. Like she's cool, chilling out with you, commenting, doing stuff, and that oh, that's the one thing I I forgot I wanted to say. <laughs> Ava is a fucking trickster too, but in like a sense of she came out one Samhain and Alex was we were doing divination, and um. She's like, I just need some of your blood. She doesn't always need blood, but it's just funny to her mm. to ask for blood and to get it. And it's like, oh, you fucked up. But then she's not even really going to do anything with it. But if they think they fucked up, then she thinks that's funny. <laughs> yeah, but um, we had a bon- we had a little fire going and um, she was like talking to him. And um, she just said, you like stick your hand in the fire and I, you're, you're not going to get burned. And he was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Of course I'm going to get burned. She was like, no, you could do it. Like, you don't think you can, but if you think that you don't. And he was like, just shut the fuck up. And she's <laughs> just like, thinks it's so funny because she didn't really think he was going to put his hand in there. Maybe would have stopped him. But to her, it's just funny where it's like, oh, I'm going to come out and do like prophetic things or I'm going to try yeah. to help divinate. And it's like, oh, also put your hand in the fire. It's like, <laughs> no shit, don't do it. But it's that trickster of kind of like, she doesn't take herself too seriously, but then she gets mad when people don't take her serious when she is in that serious mode. Right. Like, um, no, if I fucking tell you, you should listen because I'm picking up on energies that you don't know about. And sometimes she doesn't even know if she's right or not. Like, she does not pretend to know what tarot cards mean, all of them, by memory. But she'll read a tarot and they'll be spot on, but she has to look it up or have the person look it up. But she will tap into them just a small little tap and just be like, these are what I've got. And it might not even make sense to her, but, um, so that's, that's one of her, I guess, I don't want to say tricks, but that's one of her abilities that, you know, she's not a tarot reader, but she is a good person to pull cards for you. Um, which is why I think going forward, I'm going to have her do some of the divinations as well. Um, even if they don't get explained per se, she'll, give you your cards and then maybe you can look into them but um they're usually like pretty fucking accurate which is weird and of course her other little joke is like i'm never wrong and um i i can't really say that <laughs> she's ever been wrong she might be disagreeable and she might piss off people and she but like i don't know that she's ever been wrong but she's also not like seeing the future but if she picks up on stuff and i think that's the idea of a familiar is they're kind of your guide slash liaison emissary mm. to the other side. And, you know, I've read the idea that there's the, and I've said it before and I'll probably say it in the future is some people say without working with spirits on the other side, you would not be a successful witch. Your spells would not have success. 
this is your yes you're manipulating energies with the physical world but there's so much more to it and if you don't have a relationship working with spirits you're not really going to get much accomplished because something on the other side has to to make things flow for you you don't have that friend on the other side right and you are absolutely not on the other side yeah and i think um you know ava's a good good one to have there um and look at them like you know they're not they want your best interest they always do but you have to like you can't just ask it's not santa claus you Mm. have to do some shit right um so I have an altar, and I have um, I got a commission done, which is a tattoo. Um, I got a commission done by an artist, and I didn't want it to be like super realistic. I'm not trying to have, but like the idea and like the features, um, and I liked his style. She approved. She liked the style, um, and so we got that kind of as tribute slash like you know I need to get her sigil on me at some point. Um, and to help like build that bridge Hmm. now you don't have to go all out but i mean after 20 years of working with the spirit i'm pretty certain that it's not a regrettable thing to have build such a bond with this they like (laughs) ava likes blood of course but to offer blood or let's be honest sexual fluids work really well for spirit Mm. familiars um and (laughs) If you've never done that, because I know that's like a, a part of witchcraft, like we can go back and forth on some people are like, that's gross. Like the there's... awful, forbidden, gross, nasty sexual fluids. Right. Now, <laughs> you might not want to offer that to some deities. Um, I wouldn't offer those to Hecate. But like if you're working with Lilith, that would make sense. Um, it's all, again, per- and it doesn't mean like go masturbate and give your um, spirit familiar um, like whatever <laughs> you're um i was trying to think of a funny term for it that just wasn't obscene but like yes um i mean people use menstrual blood like it, it's just it, it's a good way to build energy and it's a good way to do it and i would suggest if you are trying to communicate with your spirit familiar if you're looking at it or looking for one that's in that um soulmate kind of realm or that like sexual attraction building off that kind of energy like just go just go jerk off or some shit. And sex is a really big part of us, <laughs> and um, denying it uh, is one thing. Um, and and just kind of like, uh, not that you have to or anything, but it's like it's not something you should feel uncomfortable about. Yeah, but if you do, then you don't. You certainly shouldn't have to feel like you have to do it. Yeah, yeah. But Ava more prefers blood and things like this, and. Um, so what I do is I have that picture that I had commissioned um, of her on the altar. Um, she has pieces of jewelry that she likes that um, I've gifted her that I wear that help channel. I make bridges um, out of them. So basically what you would do, let's say for the sake of argument that you're finding out that you have a spirit familiar that, you know, I think I've talked about how to meditate and find one. Um you can also ask questions to me. I can help guide. But, you know, basically all you need to do is reach out. Um, mm. I can tell you these things help, but that's not what I did. I just reached out um, on the second go around when I was trying to connect with her. Um, and just if you're used to meditating, meditate, reach out. Petition deities, especially. Um, even if you don't work for them, like petition a deity for 
um, that connection. It's like um, Tinder for witches and spirits. <laughs> um, it, I think it's or also... Grindr. Oh, or Grindr, yes, of course. But um, yeah, to, to finish that thought, like, just don't get so caught up in like technique and mm. just ask, just work on it. It might not happen right away, but what were you saying? It's a very individual, uh, it's a very individual based journey. So it's not like do exactly what we say. It's more like do what you feel is right. Um, but uh, what I was going to say before was it's it's also it's also just nice to um, keep in mind if you if you do encounter um, encounter your familiar and you want to learn more about them uh, and you want to work with them. It's uh, it's nice to ask and and start learning more about like oh what they what they like like how Ava enjoys blood. Um, it's, it's she likes coffee and, yeah more there, and uh, tobacco as well right yes yeah um, and uh, liquor oh yeah <laughs> Clara um, she's she's very into mint um, and into uh, rosemary. I, I like to leave offerings of the, uh, some of those things. Um, uh, very into frankincense and myrrh like uh, I love I love burning um, resins uh, while working with her um, and she actually does like a little bit of blood like it's ne there's absolutely a line to be drawn and that line is uh, it's like if, if there's any more blood than just what would cover like the tip of your finger she's not gonna be really interested it's just a little bit of it it's yeah i mean like ava's like i'll take a drop or i'll take a flask <laughs> right right and it's not even like i want to it's just it's this essence like blood has this energy to it blood has this essence and it's it's life yeah and i mean some deities if you offer your blood to a deity like that's some serious shit i've done mm. it with hecate it literally um, has your your dna your signature right. in it of you right and there's times where it's like she'll say like oh well, i just need a little bit of your blood and some people will be like Okay, I'll give you, and it's like, no, no, don't give me that. Like, right. I'm not gonna abuse it, probably, but don't <laughs> give me that because I don't like. Just don't do it. No, that's bad. Don't do it. <laughs> so, um, but I would say, let, on this hypothetical journey, that you feel like you're contacted by something or you've reached out and something responded. Okay, so what do you want to do next? Well, um, notice any symbols or um, like. Uh, fucking synchronicities, um, animals that you're not used to seeing. Maybe they pop up in your path. They could be real. They could be not real. I mean, they could be in dreams. They could be all this. So um, using Ava as an example. Okay, so I feel like something's calling me. So I'm going to start noticing, well, I'm noticing bats more because that's one of her, like, symbols that's one of her things that she's connected to um and it sounds so fucking like goth hot topic vampire bullshit but like it just <laughs> is what it is um and uh but it's all again tied to like hecate like all these things are like i'm like why would i have and then it's like oh it makes sense she had these vampiric entities um some of them were not good but like um if you <laughs> so you see okay well i'm starting to see bats i'm starting to see references to like this um name like this name keeps popping up um and this is if you don't get a response back right away sometimes you might and you have to explore so let's say i hear this voice kind of how we described and you start asking like what well, do you have a name 
um, you know, meditate, do things you normally do to connect with stuff. Um, Try leave to it more receptive. Yeah. Like um, watch for those signs and those things that mean something to you. Leave an offering if if you leave chocolate. Ava loves dark chocolate. If you leave chocolate and you don't really get a response and you kind of get this feeling like maybe they don't like it, trust that instinct. Um, and you're you're thinking, well, maybe I should leave, um, fuck, I don't know, uh, a piece of chicken. Like, leave it, leave, leave a piece of chicken. We'll see what happens. That might be what they were asking. You really have to trust your intuition on this because it might not just be your intuition. It might be them influencing you and kind of guiding you and leading you to that. Um, and it's a building relationship. Don't, it's like meeting a new person. Don't be afraid for trial and error. Try not to be offensive, but before you start asking for shit, start giving shit. Like, mm. I want to make a connection with you. Here's, if you, you feel that energy, like let's say you feel like they might be um, this or that, like you feel these energies around you, like think, do use some critical thinking and say, well, if this feels like this earth spirit, maybe they'll like mushrooms, maybe they'll like this, maybe they'll like a little piece of quartz and see what kind of signs and stuff you get in return. Um, you may get a dream that night. You may um, see that name like <laughs> on a bumper sticker or a billboard while you're driving to work. Um, just look for those little synchronicities that you would with like spirit guides, things like that. Because if there's something there, they've probably been there and they've probably been waiting for you to make a connection. However, if you don't have one, there are plenty of spirits that are going to be willing to work with you if they get something out of it too. Hmm. It like, it, it's a friendship. Like you don't want somebody always having to drive somewhere because you are always asking them to do it. Um, they're always buying your lunch because you always forget your money. Like eventually that friendship's going to deteriorate because, you know, you're always wanting to, to go to them with your problems, but you never listen to theirs. You're always there for them and they're never there for you. That's, you can't ask these spirits to do your witchcraft, to help carry your spells. See what they want. Ask them what they want. Um, Ava's very content with channeling and doing things that she wants to do. And I give her that. If I said, I'm done channeling you. And I don't want any more of this. Like, you think I'm going to be able to call on her? And she'd be like, no, go fuck yourself. Mm. Um, the basics of give and take is very <laughs> right. alive and well in the spiritual realm. I think, <laughs> yes. It, think of them like, and some people have described, especially demons, as like demigods. Think of them like you would a deity. You're not going to ask, you shouldn't be asking deities for something. You're going to typically do what? You're going to leave an offering, burn a candle. You're going to have maybe a statue of them, maybe a picture of them. So, um Let's say it looks like, I mean, I don't fucking know. For the sake of argument, because you're here and it's funny, let's say <laughs> that you feel like, oh shit, I think my familiar is a Pikachu. Sure. Like, um, or it looks like that or it feels like that. We'll download a picture, print out a picture of Pikachu or a little figure. My, my, it would be Luxray, but whatever. Um, <laughs> if, if we're being, if we're, if, if I get to choose my Pokemon. <laughs> well, um, typically, yes, you do get to choose them. But, um, you know, you'd put a little figure out and you'd be like, this motherfucker like nuts and seeds and little fruits. I'm going to leave him that. And build that relationship. Don't go hard. Don't be like, get me a job and we'll see how this friendship goes. Like, ask for little things. Like, you know, I'm kind of, you know, stressed at work. I'm behind on this. Maybe you could give me like, some some help and i'll give you like this i'll give you a bottle of 
your favorite liquor or drink or fruit or something. Um, I mean, it's really, like I said, it's going to be personal, but you have to do that journey. I didn't just mm -hmm. wake up one day and be like, this is what Ava likes. Like, even before channeling her, it's like, okay, I can kind of see what it, you know, what it likes. And then I would get to know them before you ask for channeling. If they're down for channeling and you're down for it and it's a possibility, like, it may happen. Don't get discouraged if it doesn't because that's not necessarily the norm all the time. Right. So you're, you might see owls more. Maybe you're familiar only takes the form of an owl. Maybe you're familiar only takes a form of a fox. It's still... Like, get to know them. Maybe that's how they feel best about approaching you. Um, they may change forms. You'll learn them by their energy and, like, your visions and stuff. And so that's what you have to do to build the relationship with them. Um, kind of like trial and error from the beginning. So don't be afraid to, if you see this vision, I mean, I'm trying to think of, like, some crazy some some relatable things like if you have a dream and this person comes to you and they look like um i don't know uh ryan reynolds and that's you're, happened to me before and you're like <laughs> <laughs> oh god yeah well um if we could just channel ryan reynolds whenever we wanted to um but let's say that this you you had this like mysterious person uh appear in your dream and like you're like wait that felt different than just like a normal dream and they kind of look like Ryan Reynolds. There's nothing stopping you from stalking Ryan Reynolds. No, um, <laughs> but you can like maybe print out a picture um, and use that as a reference. You could draw what you feel and see. Um, they might tell you what they want to look like because you have to remember, like Ava on whatever plane she's on probably does not look like she appears to me. But that's the form she decided to take. Mm. Um, and some say, well, they, they'll take what's most appealing to you because they want that relationship. Um, you know, maybe yours is never going to show itself to you except for a voice or except for symbols. Um, I think there's people that like have those that idea of a spirit guide. It's like, well, I always see a hawk or I always see an owl. Like that might be nothing more than a spirit, guide, but maybe it's something more. Maybe you should like, you know, maybe get a little owl if you're seeing owls a bunch or snakes or something and like start there, start simple. And maybe this being will be like, okay, you, you're, you're catching on mm. picking up what I'm putting down. Mm, cat in the wall, huh? <laughs> acknowledgement. Um, acknowledgement. Yes. So there's really no right or wrong way to do it. There is a wrong way to do it. And that's, you know, but you'll get your own if you're, if you're being like aggressive and bullying and trying to get stuff to do your bidding without ever doing it. Oh, yeah. Nothing's going to work with you. And I don't think anybody that listens to this acts like that because there's an idea that people create fetches and are very abusive to them or they like try to summon demons and spirits to do their bidding. Um, if you're listening to this podcast, you've probably not that kind of person. But if you are like, go for it. See what the fuck happens to you. Um, that's <laughs> Tell what, us about it. Yeah. Um, that's why I've always like, well, you could try to get Ava to do something she didn't want to, but that's on you. I don't want to, I wouldn't want to fuck with the consequences that she would find a way and like when Ava curses, that's she does that really well. She doesn't necessarily go and do it, but she will influence the things around you. And it's almost like I look at it like, um, let's say that you're this asshole that lives next door to a bar or like a biker bar, for instance. Mm. And let's say that you're always calling complaints and they're just like, fuck this guy. And you keep calling complaints or you're being a dick. Um 
you like routinely like you know um take a shit on the 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 doorstep of the bar or whatever and they're like god this fucking person just and then you fucking wrong somebody else and they're like you know what actually i do know that you're the one doing that to the bar and you're pissing them off like i'm gonna go over there and it's like hey guys i found out who's doing that you want to go fucking like make his life pretty awful right now <laughs> like that's kind of like the best way i can think of it in the moment is you already if if you're the asshole and you're offending things and you get my attention to be cursed you are going to you're not going to be the one i'm not just going to curse somebody because they fucking like there's a good reason so if you're on my radar and you're on ava's radar you're on other things radars mm. so it's it's and, and again on the flip side it's not just about cursing you could this could be for other spells too but what i'm getting at is she can go and find those things, petition them, ask for their help, ask for their assistance, and those things are going to either want to hurt you or help you, depending on the kind of person you are. And that's what I would call, like, justice. That's what I would call, like, a karma thing. Like, if you're pushing back on the universe, somebody somewhere is going to start the ball in motion to be like, yeah, let's go. Yeah, that guy pissed me off the other day because he always mm. being offensive to the land spirits here. Or he's, you know, an asshole. Or he's a sexual predator. <clears throat> um, <laughs> like, you're going to get what's coming to you. <clears throat> anyway, that right. being said, um, that's one way to use familiars um, or to ask them to help you. I wouldn't go full force into, I need a curse, time to meet a familiar. Um, <laughs> I would do little things. Like, you could even play games with them. This sounds like what uh, Christianity and, like, religion is like. Okay, don't play games with demons. <laughs> but like, okay, say, well, I'm going to leave this little piece of quartz out for you. Leave something in my path today to show that you like it or accepted it. And maybe right. you're walking outside and you find a piece of quartz or a feather or something in the sidewalk. It could be happenstance or there could be a reason. So play around with that. That's kind of the beginning stages, I think, of like getting a familiar Um now, do we want to talk about the day-to-day? -day? Let's say you've you've met them, you've built an establishment or a relationship, you've established one, you've got a name, you've got likes, you've got dislikes, you've right. got a little altar forum. Um, I, I did want to mention real quick that I feel like people shouldn't think that everything is a sign. Like, right. take things with a grain of salt, um, but be, be receptive, but also be skeptical. Um, it's like, it's like, don't, don't think that, oh, that, that stop, the stop sign turned, turned, turned green, uh, or the stoplight turned green, uh, and that must mean that green is like, I don't know, my color, and that means that, uh, a goblin must be my familiar, because goblins are green, uh, yeah, it's just, be receptive to things, um, watch out for signs, but yeah. you know, take it, take everything and like analyze it and think about it. You'll know. Um, I, I always say that like, sometimes, you know, I've, I've seen owls and heard owls that don't have a meaning for me, even though mm -hmm. they typically do. But then there's like, you have to like understand the surroundings and like, take a look sometimes like what's the adage? Like sometimes a rabbit is just a rabbit just yeah. because it's in your backyard do you always have rabbits in your backyard? Then it's probably not a sign. But if you're, if there's something that like you had a rabbit in your dream and you're walking down the street in the middle of a city and a rabbit runs in front of you, that would be something to be like, wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. Um, if I see hawks all the time here, they don't mean anything to me for the most part, but sometimes I've had 
a time after my grandfather passed away and he was big on birds of prey and the reason I like them. Mm. I went to work. Um, this was one of the, like, this was not long after he passed away. Um, uh, place was closed. It was like Memorial day. They didn't tell me it's a little like private restaurant little or privately owned restaurant. I'm like, fuck. So I go back to my car and there's this hawk standing in the parking lot near my car looking at me. I've never seen a hawk around there. Um, and it just watched me get in my car and watched me leave and did not like just watched me. And I'm like, that is not normal hawk behavior. <laughs> right. Um, so to me, that kind of feels like uh, that you could read that as a sign. But if mm. you see a hawk flying in the same spot on your way to work every morning and you see it after you ask for a sign, don't be like, wait, is that hawk a sign? But if you always see this hawk and there's this weird feeling like it always has something to do with like. A certain moment in your life or something you're thinking about could be you have to be the one that knows but like i said that's where intuition comes in oh, yeah. but <clears throat> so let's say that you found your familiar mm -hmm. you found one that wants to work with you they can they can like any friendship it can dissolve if you don't keep up with it uh and keep it going um most of the time they're already gonna be wanting like to work with a witch like you know you're not just like yeah fuck it let's fool around and see what happens most of the time they're gonna be looking for that if they're not already there so you got your name, you got your altar, you got your offerings, you kind of know what they like. Like, what's a good day-to-day -day thing that you do for for yours um, to keep that relationship going, to keep the magic alive, to, um, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, so normally what I do with Clara is uh, I, I, like to, I like to take the, the peaceful times out of my day to just to just just sit back, close my eyes, and then just see if I can if I can talk to her a little bit. Um, I, I just try to continue acknowledging her, ask her how she feels about things. Um, she can get very emotional at times, uh, uh, like j just like like she she will very oftentimes match my emotions when it comes to situations. Like if something really pisses me off, chances are it pisses it pissed her off even more, um, and. It's it's always nice to kind of like just have that have that conversation going on um, in times of the day when when uh, I just have those those nice little peaceful moments and I, I get those mainly when I'm you know laying down maybe I I'm like I'm getting into my car I'm I'm driving stuff like that I'll I'll, I'll oftentimes have just have a conversation and um, if it comes to uh, when I'm trying to when I'm trying to work uh, with with spirits or I'm trying to you know perform a certain spell or, or do something for myself, uh, what I'll normally do is um, I'll set up my altar um, and my altar will usually consist of uh, four to six candles in sort of a symmetrical type way um, because dimes are so very. Um, closely connected with both me, Clara, and Hermes, and Hermes being mainly who I work through. Uh, I, I have dimes set up in in any kind of formation. I keep a bunch on my altar, and I'll either put them in the, uh, in the shape of Clara's sigil or whatever feels right at the time. And while that's going, I like to uh, light, start up my resin burner, or if not incense burner, um, and the go-tos for Clara would be 
Um, the frankincense and myrrh, like I mentioned earlier, uh, they're also very nice for Hermes. Um, and sometimes I might uh, sprinkle a little bit of herbs, um, like um, the 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 mixture that you gave me. I, I now have like a, I have two of those, and I like to sprinkle that on top sometimes. And um, sometimes I'll I'll get like some mint leaves and just crush those up, put them in the resin burner as well. Uh, it's it's all it's all just like an offering and a sign of respect to um, to work with Clara to achieve whatever I need to. Um, oils are also, uh, they, they can be helpful, um, if, especially if you don't really have as much time, but you still want to do some work. Sometimes I like to, to take a little bit of oil, uh, and you, I mean, you can find these these kinds of oils at like your local witch shops and stuff. You'll, you'll see anything that really like, I feel like anything that's, that, uh, like, uh, what's the word? It pops out at you, or uh, I feel like will work with me well. I would, yeah, to, to build on that, I would say if you're in a witch shop or if you're looking online in a witch shop or something, it doesn't have to be witch shop, so Target even. Right, right. If you're in there and you're starting to build this relationship, just be like, hey, so-and-so, um, I'm coming in here, like, let something jump out if you like it. Like, as an offering, I'm trying to learn, like, what you like. Um, and maybe you walk by, like, the garden section and there's this little succulent that stands out to you. Like maybe they will want that around. Right. Um, and I, I mean, like, like we were mentioning earlier, try out anything, especially if you have like leads for it. Cause I mean, I'm starting to wonder, I get Ava's stuff all the time. I'm starting to wonder what she ever gets me. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. Uh, oh man. I don't want to, Ooh, don't want to poke and prod, do you? <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, the day to day with her, I mean, she she doesn't really like. She never gets in my way or anything like that. Like it's never like I I stop and like think like oh man like Clara's like kind of getting in the way of my thoughts or like she's like intervening with me right now. It's ne it's never like that. It's always um, if I want to talk to her, she's there. Um, outside of twenty twenty, twenty twenty has been a very bad year for me and Clara. She's been really distant. I felt like pretty separated spiritually from like just the world around me. It's, it's been a hectic year. Um, but normally she, uh, she's almost always there if I need to talk to her. Um, I think the, the more like, you know, it's a connection that like, it can be distant and can feel close. Like it doesn't have yeah. to feel close 24 seven. Cause I know after 20 years with Ava, like it doesn't always feel close. Like, she might out, be out doing something or, you know, the more energy, maybe you just don't have the energy to build or whatever. Mm. It's don't take it personal. Don't think you've been abandoned or they left. Like, like you said, I know I've not been in touch with my spiritual side more, so it might be harder to communicate. Right. Or maybe she's busy doing shit on your behalf or and, her and, behalf. Yeah. Right. And even if I don't understand exactly like the reasons why I try not to take that as like any kind of offense because right. it just... It isn't. It isn't like her to just um, suddenly get angry and be like, oh, "I don't want to. I don't. I don't feel like being around you." Like I can still feel her presence, but it's more difficult to like walk that bridge and and make that conversation happen. It's like yeah. it's like trying to scream out into the void, but nothing responds. Yeah, and I mean to me that's similar. Um, 
I have a different relationship with Ava after all this time. I don't always do the day to day other than just talking. Mm. Um, sometimes she's all she's always there adding commentary. Other times I'm, I have to be like, well, I don't know. Let me see. Let me call on her. Um, and it's like, you know, instantly she's there uh, right. for the most part. Um, and she never really goes far, but sometimes she's going out and doing stuff like she might be busy right now doing stuff. Um, but, and then other times it's really easy to channel her, um, and drinking alcohol. <laughs> this is, oh, yeah. Like to me, getting that little bit of a buzz helps my busy, hectic brain shut down enough and move out of the way enough to channel her. Sometimes I, if she's got enough energy and she wants to channel, she'll be like, I'm, I'm out. I'm in the beginning. I'm in the front. Mm. And there's times where I've been like, oh, my God, I'm just talking to myself. And it's like, yeah, and you look crazy. Just, you know, like that. It That doesn't mean that's what's going to happen with you and channel it. But I do think the intuition <laughs> is something to get a good feel for. Um, but, yeah, so, like, when I do leave stuff at her altar, it'll be like, um, usually, honestly, most of her offerings come by me ingesting them as her channeling me. Like, oh, you know she's you know like antsy today or like you know present i'm gonna get which i'm always getting it anyway but it's like let's get some iced coffee she likes pumpkin spice she's like so i'll be like well you can channel through me and enjoy this because like you know you're basically giving them offerings but you're doing it because they're channeling you right so if you're channeling one that's a good way to think about it too like oh she likes chocolate i'm gonna buy some chocolate it's like you're eating on the behalf of them right yeah yeah or she'll just like use my card and spend my money anyway and be like it's for me um uh, treat <laughs> yourself um but yeah i think that's a good place to leave it now because again there's so much to talk about it's already an hour and 20 mm. these are personal experiences there might be other people out there like this there might not be but i think that's a good place to start with um like a couple more parts of the familiars to kind of get the the best we know is to tell you about the ones we work with and we know um and it kind of give you tips on like how we look at them how we view them what we do for them what they do for us how to kind of get started i would say there's there's no real certain spell or curse or magic that you can do to attract them they're going to be a part of helping you do that regardless um there are talks that they're very helpful with astral travel. Like you should not astral travel unless you have a, or you should not use flying ointments or fly or travel. If you don't have a familiar to guard you. And I think that's why I have trouble um, or used to have so much trouble. I can't just do it on command, but I think that's why I had trouble. Like I felt a block every time I would try is I think it was like, no, you're not doing this without me being present and me guarding your vessel and this and that. So there's no real spells to do regarding them. I don't think there might be attraction spells. I don't think you even need to do all that because again, your attraction spells might attract something that's attracted to what you're using. But I think just ask, just petition your deity. Mm. I think that might be the easiest. I mean, if you work with Hecate, or Hermes, it sounds like there's a good chance you might be able to get an emissary, but that doesn't, oh, yeah. you don't even have to work with a deity. Like if you're an animist, like, or just 
and a like an atheistic witch or an agnostic witch who doesn't follow one specific deity. Um, I don't think if you're a Christian witch, you're going to end up with a familiar spirit. I guess, I mean, the, the Bible shits on them pretty hard. So if you're a Christian witch, I guess you could figure it out. But um, yeah, they're, they 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 weren't supposed to be worked with and stuff. So um, they do have a history and they do like working with witches. Um, and so I think that your chances are good if you reach out and your intentions are good and it's right for you and petition your deity ask just ask around you maybe they're maybe they're shy so to speak <laughs> and they're like well i'm in the background like you want me to be more present um so yeah i mean it's hard for me to i'll have to find somebody with a different type of familiar to have on for the next parts um because i i want somebody else's perspective on how they work with um they're familiar if they have a, like a good working relationship but from a different angle than somebody who channels. Right. But I really don't know anybody that has one that's similar in form that doesn't channel them in some way. Who knows? Maybe somebody will reach out. Yeah. So reach out if you have any experiences like that. Um, it feels like we just got started and yet we didn't cover anything. But I think just by sharing experiences and kind of some tips, that helps. I think it's also worth mentioning. I mean, you guys say this all the time, but you don't have to spend hundreds of dollars on like the best altars and like... Uh, all this equipment and uh, all the different kinds of candles or whatever it's it's all it's all inside of you and your perspective your receptiveness and and your your willingness and strive your hunger for curiosity and just to learn and um, I feel like if you have the right mindset going about um, all of this and just being yourself and being having that open mind uh, you're you're destined to find something well look ava's not going to accept some cheap liquor that's for sure. <laughs> but no i know what you mean um, oh yeah, oh, yeah. she's is... not going to take beef eaters that's gross mm. that's yeah i mean if uh, it's just if, if you if you're going to make offerings yeah don't cheap out if you know you're you know you're not working with um <laughs> but use stuff you find too you can use stuff that you forage and find um, especially if that, uh, familiar spirit is kind of from your area and local. Um, yeah, but yeah. So, well, um, I think that might wrap it up for this one because we just can't talk all night. We do have to do stuff. <laughs> it's already late, but, um, I appreciate you being here again for part two. Um, of course I, I, I am really enjoying this. I, I've almost, loved being able to talk about it. It's almost three hours of this shit now. Um, <laughs> But uh, leave any questions for either one of us. Um, you can follow Cursed on all the bullshit. Like you can find it on Instagram, um, Twitter, not on Facebook, but fuck it, whatever. Um, and you can send an email through the bio, links in bio and stuff like that. Um, there are bonuses. I don't know if there'll be a familiar one because we kind of covered everything we wanted to talk about. But um, I've still got to get up other bonuses for hex files and stuff. So um, we'll see. There'll be something coming your way. Um, but thanks for your support. Um, and Thank you, you so much. Yeah, if you want to hear more, go to Patreon. Um, and for just a dollar, you can hear all the other stuff. Uh, if you like what you hear, um, you can rate and review uh, on iTunes, on all your platforms. Um, yeah, so I think that's about it for us today. Goodbye. Goodbye, everyone. Cursed is hosted, edited, and produced by 
Joshua McWilliams. The theme for Cursed is Voice of the Trees by Sun and Moon Dance. You can find them at sunandmoondance.bandcamp.com.